Welcome to Reshape, a podcast that connects you to great thinkers and change makers. My name is Rania Masri Al Khatib, and I would be your host. After a 20 year career built with passion and tenacity, I launched my own boutique advisory called the RMK Collective. In the past, my projects were always a success when the right people were empowered by the right ecosystem. I believe that energy is the fuel that creates powerful synergies and creativity. I will create for you talks from the human collective to debate and inspire you around topics and trends impacting our societies and industries at large. Together, we can learn, grow, and redefine success. When I started um, Reshape, the podcast, it was with an intention and a promise to connect my community to people that I met that I find interesting, to conversations that I debated with these people, um, you know, that either pushed my curiosity to learn or to grow or to develop a little bit higher and into bigger places to expand my mindset and um, and the way that I think and like I always say on Reshape, it's really my way of wanting to scale that message to my community and to share with those interested. I know not every episode necessarily, you know, resonates with each one of you, but I hope that you always find something in in someone that I share and that I that I um, invite on my podcast. So season two was dedicated to three uh, amazing people. The three people, the three guests that I had, each took a different angle, but mostly on reshaping, if you want, society and, um, and matters more of the mind and the heart um, in a sort. We first met with Excel, who's a parental therapist expert when it comes to, we really delved into the teen development uh, angle of things. What I've learned the most from Excel, and it's something that I keep on talking about a lot in society and with friends today, um, was to really gear away from the preconceived notions of saying that adolescents or preteens behave the way that they do because of their hormones, which is so easy to say and to just kind of box them into that, oh, they're hormonal, so they're lazy, or oh, they're hormonal, so they're cranky. And really understand how much actual physical and physiological physiological development has to do with the development of children into early adulthood, if not much later than I thought. You know, I thought adulthood starts at 18 and seems that the brain takes at least into the mid-20s to be fully developed. Why was that important for me to share? was important because I think that we can be a lot better parents to our children if we empathize with what they are going through mentally and physically. And if we stop assuming that they behave a certain way because of lack of empathy or because of laziness, but really better understand that at this stage of the development is when they need human connection. Built on self-empathy and self-compassion to be able to open our arms to our children with compassion and empathy. And the better we um, 
really engage with them on a human to human level. And we really um, become a lot more vulnerable um, as parents, a lot more vulnerable as people in their eyes. The better we find that link to connect together where that area of trust is built and therefore really support them and help them to be the best versions of themselves. And at the end of the day, as a parent, I feel that this is where my role is. Rather than try to um, shelter them from everything that there is, which is practically impossible, um, is really how do I give them the tools in order for them to cope and to excel and to survive in many times in this very difficult, ever-changing world that we're part of. The second guest was Raha, who I had met personally on a panel, and I really clicked with her. And I clicked with her because I felt, you know, I felt that she was just a very confident person that was very real and very natural and genuine in her approach. She had a very funny way of making fun of herself in a way that um, kind of talks about very important topics today, which are the preconceptions of women in many roles, Specifically to her, it was as a mountain climber, um, you know, a, a role or if you want a sport that was very pegged to men um, and how she was able to break barriers um, in that sport itself and be the first Saudi female to climb, you know, the seven summits. But also the idea of how she stood out as somebody that disrupted the status quo within her own cultural upbringing and her um, environment, which is a lot more traditional than most, which is, you know, um, where she grew up in Saudi Arabia. Um, yet what I, you know, really gathered from it are two main things. One was the importance of early education at home and the importance of the way our parents raise us as girls, as young girls, and giving us the confidence as a young child um, to explore different things, even when, and especially when, the academic system does not necessarily um single us out as top of the class or very good at certain things. And it is our role as parents, and in many times some teachers also play an amazing role in this, is to be able to really give the chance to our children to explore many different things outside the very traditional academic system, to see where we could potentially thrive and look at our emotional intelligence and what makes us stronger than others. And in this case specifically, you know, Raha was somebody that was really um, always disrupting the status quo, always trying, always pushing herself, always finding the positive in everything that she did. And fast forward into her adult life, that really, you know, showed in her ambition to try and to dare. I wanted something that was bold and different and Shreya, scary. I wanted something. And it was amazing that during that specific time in my emotional maturity, in my emotional, you know, I had peace with myself knowing that this is the time for me to find that thing. Mm. I heard the word Kilimanjaro and it, and it just felt mm. right. And the word daring um, is really very much put up front in that podcast because she talks about courage and fear uh, in a very positive way. 
And today as adults, we speak so much about courage. As adults, we talk now, I mean, especially myself, I'm coaching a lot of, you know, a lot of people to dare greatly to 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 kind of um, trust that inner voice, to trust those butterflies, to embrace the fear, because on the other side of it is always something much bigger and something, and I always say on the other side of fear is growth. And if you're seeking growth and if you're seeking to keep moving and to keep growing as a person, um, you need to accept and embrace your fear and accept and embrace uncomfortable situations, accept and embrace that you're not going to do things um, always safely and in the parameters that were given by our social conditioning, many times our schooling system, most times our parents. So, um, you know, through Raha, it was very much about reshaping courage. And I really enjoyed um, this part of the conversation and her, obviously, her very bubbly and positive approach to life. And lastly, speaking to Urson was, again, for me, a little bit from an intellectual point of view, extremely refreshing to really share with all of you what I learned a lot in the past, I would say, two years um, on the importance of living a healthier life, not only for physical appearance. Many of us always say we're working out and eating healthy so that we can fit into our favorite dresses, look the best way we can. Really, this conversation is shifting now and we're reshaping the idea of wellness, not from an outwards um, recognition, but an inwards feeling. And what Urson, you know, who's the founder of the LifeCo, which is a wellness center that I was very lucky to to um, to visit last year in Bodrum, um, you know, what he talks about other than his personal experience throughout this journey is the idea of longevity. And I'm sure you've all heard it and know what longevity stands for, but it's really how can we live our life longer and healthier? And better. You need to invest in yourself to find the right relation in the mind dimension, in the food and beverage dimension, moving your body and your surrounding, your environment. Even environment is so important. What kind of environment do you live in? And there are so many hacks, you know, for us to do that. The issue is that sometimes we tend to get very attracted to the instant gratifications of life, sometimes succumb to, um, you know, kind of numbing the pain or numbing the stress um, temporarily, often, such as, I need a drink, I've had a rough day, or I have so much anxiety, I'm going to stuff my face with brownies, which, by the way, I did last night. Um, You know, I'm not seeing results, I'm going to stop working out. Um, You know, so many small little things like that end up catching up with us later on in life. And if you ask me, I really want to age in a way where I can still be strong, 
for myself. I want to be able to live my life with a clear mind because that fogginess that comes from chronic stress, that fogginess that comes from excessive sugar, um, what alcohol does to my body, um, not only the next day with a hangover, but lingers and lingers, lingers on, is an indication that fueling my body with the wrong um, toxins in general is not only going to lead to disease, uh, but if I actually can catch it early on, I can reverse a lot of things that are potentially in my DNA, such as, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's, such as a lot of cancers. And as he says, and many people say, we humans have created all these diseases and we humans have the possibility to um, to reverse that or to prevent it, right? There's preventative and there is somewhat uh, reversing it. So exercising and eating healthy, being mindful of what stress can do to our bodies, um, being mindful of meditation and the benefits of it, and practicing spirituality in all its forms is at the end of the day, a way for us to really have much stronger batteries for our operating system. And I mean, when you think about it, it's so obvious, right? Why would we not want to be operating with a full battery? Why do we constantly want to be, you know, struggling with a little bit of gas in the engine rather than being able to be at a full fuel and full potential, um, you know, in life in general. So these three episodes for me were very much in line with the things that I engage with, with the thinking that I engage with. And I really enjoyed them very much. And I hope that you did. And if you haven't yet listened to them, I hope that you do. And I hope that you reshape your um, thinking. I hope that you reshape your habits. And I hope that together we can reshape, you know, the, the metrics of, um, you know, that we've established in our minds and our society linked to courage, linked to health and wellness, and of course, linked to parenthoods and the way that we engage with our kids or our brothers and sisters, etc., or nieces and nephews. Um, next season, I'm going to be interviewing some entrepreneurs um, and from different uh, angles that I've had the pleasure to engage with throughout my you know, past, let's say, 10 years, I would say. Um, and I hope that you enjoy that angle as well. And let's reshape our idea of what it looks like and what it means to be an entrepreneur nowadays. Again, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for following. And um, don't hesitate to message me, to DM me, um, and to ask anything that you have. And please, 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 I know that many of you have sent me messages asking me to delve into certain topics or interview uh, or, you know, invite certain guests. So Please keep sending us that. I would really love to have this platform to be part of what my community is looking for. And I don't know it all and I don't know everybody. And sometimes um, engagement is key for growth for me and for you. Love you loads and have a fantastic week ahead. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more information, you can find me on Instagram at Rania Al-Khatib or at RMK Collective.
See you soon.